Welcome to iFocus Podcast, where we connect, inform, and engage business leaders and entrepreneurs. Let's start the show. Welcome, everybody. I am Val Thompson. I am today's host for iFocus Podcast. We are very excited about our guest today. She is somebody we've been looking forward to hearing from and all about uh, how she got involved with the organization that she founded. So with no further delay, let's uh, introduce Yvette Mayo, founder and CEO of Power on Heels Fund, Inc., right? So Yvette, how are you today? Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm excellent. Thank you so much for having me here on IF Inc., or or focus. Um, I'm super excited to have this conversation. This is long overdue, sir. Absolutely. Uh, Yvette, you know, uh, first, you know, let's get right to it. First, tell us a little bit about yourself and walk us through your background, if you will. Well, there's, um, I think I want to start from a little, from where I'm from. I'm from a little island called Puerto Rico. I'm from a little town called Manatí. And I'm from a little neighborhood or barriada, or as we call them here in Houston, a ward. It's called El Tamarindo. Um, my p- grandparents are were sugarcane workers. They uh, were uh, just very humble people, hardworking people. But they knew education was important, and they moved and and created um, an opportunity for my aunts and my uncles to have a better life. Um, when I left Puerto Rico I was in the second grade, my father joined the Navy. And we moved to the Mecca of all international travel, Norfolk, Virginia. But the reason I'm telling you this story is is because I left this very small hometown community where everyone knew each other and all our family was to a community that we knew nothing about, 1968 South, South, um, or or the U.S. Um, It was things were happening in history and we were, it was new to us. But one thing that happened from that point on is that from second grade to seventh grade, my brother and I went to 13 different schools. And then from seventh grade to high school, we moved five more times. So that just kind of gives you an idea a little bit about how much we moved. But the reason I'm telling you this story, a little bit about my background is is because my background is filled with change. When we moved to each community, we had to um, we had to basically get um, reintroduced to a new community, new language, new culture. But what what we call now uh, assimilation and acculturation back then, we were surviving. But that has basically helped me um, throughout my career because I feel that I'm not only a change agent, I adapt to change well, and most importantly, I welcome change. And throughout my career, um, that has been something that has helped me. So a little bit about myself and my, and my career, my professional development, I was in banking. I also worked in the airline industry for many years for our hometown carrier called Continental Airlines and then um, United. And then I finally started my own business. But when I was working in the airline business, I found myself working with international teams and international groups um, throughout the world, Latin America, Africa, um, Asia, Europe, um, and a lot of our partners. And one of the things that I found back then that I know now and know every day that people do not deal well with change. And sometimes we have to encourage change. We have to feel like we're disruptive. So for me and my nature, I think I'm a disruptor by nature because not only do I welcome change, I create change. 
but I realized that's not easy for everyone. So in 2004, I left my 30 year career and moved on to my own business. Um, I have a training and consulting firm that I love because I, down to my core, I'm a teacher. I love helping people learn something that's gonna make them better. My personal motto is I wanna leave people different than I found them. So through teaching and workshops, um, different topics of skills, I was able to help people accelerate their careers, build stronger businesses, um, build better relationships, but most importantly, grow. Um, I felt like um, that that was something that was in my calling and my purpose to be a teacher and to teach others how to be successful. So through my um, business, um, it's called Yo Soy I Am LLC. I became a facilitator, a consultant, um, a keynote speaker. I started doing all these different things that also led to me writing a book and doing all these things that just basically were opened, um, opportunities that were open and created for me. What I love most about my journey is, is that I've met amazing people along the way that have helped me grow, but have taught me so much about life and how to get to that next level. So being a teacher and working in, this, in these areas, it's helped me be, um, to share that information. But along the way, I've picked up tools and resources that have helped me build but I also know that it's also a choice to grow and to accept change and move forward. I also feel that it's a choice. And I'm always kind of stumbled when I find people who are having difficulties dealing with change, accepting change and moving forward and finding ways to grow. So for me, that just becomes my, my fuel. I want to help people be different and most importantly, be better. So um, over time, I was exposed to women who were needing information, looking for resources, who were needing mentors or coaching. And that's the role I started fulfilling in a lot of people's lives. I created a small platform on Facebook as a way of keeping people together and connected to my messaging and to my tools and to my resources. And then one day I had an opportunity to meet a young lady named Dolores Huerta, who basically um, loved what I was doing kind of in an impersonal way. And she says, you know, you need to turn this into a nonprofit. Organizations around the world need this type of training. But most importantly, they need to hear it from you because you're so passionate about helping people adapt to change. She says, you need a nonprofit. So in 2018 and 17, I had that conversation. And six months later, I had my IRS 501c3 and Power on Heels took off five years ago. So I I feel like life had prepared me for everything that's happening around me right now. Great. With Yvette, with, with that, with that, I, I want to ask you a question about that. So what is power? What is the power on heels fund? And what are the benefits for members and or associates if there is any? I don't know if it's a membership organization or association. What is power on heels fund? Power on Heels Fund is an organization focused specifically around Latinas and helping them overcome the gender pay gap. Latinas face gender pay gap at the lowest level um, than any other female group or any other demographic in today's workplace. And so the things that we do is we provide training, soft skill training to help them become their best advocate in today's marketplace. We want Latinas to fill those leadership gaps that um, exist out there. We want them to make more money, see their worth, 
create generational um, wealth for their family, but most importantly, be in a place where they are confident Latina leaders leading and influencing wherever they are. So what we do is we provide a list of trainings, um, a host of training classes that fulfill three key areas, leadership, emotional intelligence, and financial mastery. Through those three skills, we feel are really important to help a Latina become a confident leader who creates not only money, but generational wealth for her and her family, the things that matter most. Our training is about connecting women to their why, what they do, why they're passionate about it, but most importantly, what they want in life. So we build, we're building confident Latina leaders to help create pipelines for in schools, um, in industries, in corporations around the country, around Houston, and hopefully around the world. Yvette, uh, what year uh, was Power on Hills Fund founded? And is you know it sounds very interesting, but however, is it a local? national or global organization? Uh, we were founded um, through our IRS papers in um, May of 2018. We had our first event in January 2019, and we have hit the ground running ever since. Um, we do local events here in Houston, Texas. Um, um, prior to the pandemic, we did everything in person. And then 2020 happened, and we moved all our programming online. So since then, we continue to do both in-person and virtual programming. Um, and by going virtual um, in 2020, we were able to connect our programs to women, not only throughout the Houston area, the country, but we were able to also um, bring in women from different parts of Latin America and different parts of the world. Um, so, you know, thank God for virtual platforms like Zoom and other virtual platforms that allow us to connect to our global community, our national community, but also our local community who can't always make it um, in person. Um, so um, we've been we've been doing this and we continue to grow um, our audience, not only through only our through our social media, um, through our YouTube channel, but also through our our um, through our website. And I think that um, the number um, to date we have had in, in terms of attendance, registrations in person, um, as well as virtual, we have covered close to almost thirty seven hundred women in the last four and a half years. Wow, that's, that, that, that is very interesting. Now, what, what I'm hearing is this is a Latino organization, correct? Yes. Well, we, we teach skills that everyone that adapt to everyone, but we teach it through a Latina lens. Um, our facilitators are usually of, of, of a Hispanic heritage. I spoke earlier about my, my Hispanic heritage. I'm from Puerto Rico. Um, we do everything in English with a little Spanglish sprinkled in with a little thing here and there just to make it. But it's um, training that anyone um, is it, empowering. It's inspiring. It is about shifting you know, creating that shift that people need. Because you know what, um, and, and maybe you can agree to this, Val, is, is I believe before change could happen, people have to have a desire to change. They have to want to change, right? And a lot of times people get to yeah, a point absolutely. where things are difficult and frustrating and they want change, but they don't have a way of getting going about it. But to be honest with you, it starts with the first thing. You have to want the change. 
That way you can find the solutions and the answers. And so our programs really inspire and empower these women to choose the change they want in their lives. That's absolutely true. Nobody can change. Nobody, well, no one can be made to change. They have to uh, want change. But again, uh, a little coercement doesn't hurt. You know, like, so you start an organization to help people get started on the changes they may want to make. So that's excellent. Mm -hmm. I, I'm enjoying every minute of this interview. <laughs> but I want, I know uh, you've, you founded a few organizations. You founded this organization, and I think you've found a few others that I read in your bio. However, um, tell us about some organizations that you are members of, that you are a member of. I know you have to be in this town. Well, I, I collaborate with a lot of different organizations as far as being a full-on member. I believe at working with organizations that are being disruptive, creating change in their communities, and that are in alignment with um, um, promoting culture, uh, as well as business. Um, business acumen, um, um, financial mastery in the lives of men and women. Um, but, um, as far as any being a member, I have to tell you, I participate with a lot of them, but I'm not fully a member. But there's just some things that I always attend, the Hispanic Chamber events. There's other small local chambers that are, they're doing amazing things in terms of entrepreneurship and helping people build businesses that um, are meant to grow. Um, and as far as national, I participate with a lot of different organizations. There's Pro Hispanica, there's ASE, there is also Alpha. These are all organizations that are in the Hispanic marketplace to drive Hispanic professionals to grow in these industries, whether it's finance, whether it's leadership. And those are organizations for the last, oh my gosh, um, at least 15 years that I've fully participated on as a, as a facilitator, as a speaker, as a mentor, um, you know, as full-on participants. So um, it's important to collaborate with others and also get these different perspectives about things that I see in each and every day and find out how we can all collaborate and work together to, to resolve certain issues. And um, so I'm, I'm an active participant in our community in many things. And, um, but that's how we get things done, right? People have to show up and play hard, full on. You gotta show up. Now, I know um, you're just listening to some of the, the things you've been involved with and um, organizations that you founded. You you must have uh, been honored at some point or another. So tell us maybe about some honors you've received and from whom. Oh, goodness. Um, can we go down the list? I mean, you know, it's so funny how, you know, you, you always tell people, you got to be ready to tell people about yourself. And it's so humbling when you get a chance to share, right? The things that, um, that make, that, um, make you shine. So for me, um, I've been honored of being in 2009 Latinas um, magazine, the largest magazine for Hispanic women in the city, uh, in the country. Um, they honored me with the entrepreneur of the year award, uh, for my, um, for, for the, the business I created at the time was um, one of my many companies. Um, that one is called Yoso Expressions. It was a line of bilingual cards. Um, I've also, um, I'm a certified coach. 
So I have been honored by, um, a, oh, I just can't remember the name of the company as one of the top leading um, career coaches for women in the world in 2020. I was one of 40 women. Um, only five were from the United States and the remaining um, 35 were from different countries around the world um, because as a coach, um, I was recognized for my efforts there. Um, here locally, um, the, the city of Houston, or uh, in the city of Houston, the, the Houston Business Journal last year, I received the Woman to Watch Award, um, uh, excuse me, Woman Worth Watching. And um, just as the work that we're doing with Power on Heels and, and all the other things that I do. Um, and let's see here, the National Diversity Council gave me the um, advocate, the excellent advocate award for the work that I do with diversity and inclusion around um, the country, not just here locally. Um, those, those are just to name a few. Um, but I think the most important awards are also the ones we also at home. I'm a wife, I'm a mother, and I'm a grandmother. And those are um, labels that I love to wear. But I think the most rewarding thing is for me is when um, a woman walks up to me and says to me, I went to one of your events or I saw you at here and um, you changed my life. You you made me think differently. Most importantly, you made me do this. And because of this message or how I felt, I'm now here because of something you said. So all those awards are nice to have. Those are great labels to have. But I think the greatest impact I always um, cherish the most is knowing that when someone tells me that I made a difference in their lives and um, they're better for it. So those are the those are the those are the prizes that I enjoy the most. You know, I share your sentiment on that one. Um, I enjoy knowing that uh, I have impact someone's life in a positive way. And um, when I know when I, when that has happened, I'm very excited. And that is, that really is all the honor I would love to have rest of my life but however i i must announce um uh, i'd be remiss if i didn't uh mention that congratulations or an order for you from the houston international trade development council you have been selected uh you've been nominated and selected to receive the outstanding advocate award which i believe as president of the organization uh, is most appropriate for you. You have been an advocate in your community and doing a lot of great work. And I'm hearing things now that I hadn't even read uh, in your bio. And and and, and I, we feel even more excited about uh, presenting you this award October 19th at the uh, uh, the venue, the venue, the the the, the Junior League. <laughs> I barely got that out. We're at the Junior League, October the 19th, uh, 2023, and we'll present you with the Outstanding Avigore, and you're so deserving on your side. And thank you, and thank you for accepting it. No, we're I am excited about you accepting it. I'm so honored. And, you know, the word advocate is, the word advocate has such a, a profound meaning, right? It is someone who truly yes, believes in something. And, 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 and fights and just moves forward and is there's determination, there's there's power behind that word advocate. And I so I really am honored to know that you have honored me with this award, that my efforts are seen and that, um, and I appreciate that. I humbly accept this, but I think it's so important that people also 
um, who are listening to this also know that they are advocates too, and they need to be advocates for themselves, right? We get, we always feel right. strong about leaders, but how do we help you become your best advocate? There's so much injustice and things going on in the world, but it takes action and people to show up each and every day. So if you can't show up for anyone else, show up for yourself and advocate for yourself. Open your mouth, use your words. Your words have power, your actions have power, and most importantly, use your power to succeed. So thank you um, for this wonderful honor. I cannot wait for the 19th. I just have to figure out what am I going to wear? <laughs> <laughs> you look fabulous, whatever you wear. But I want to I want to go back to something you said. You 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 were giving me uh, credit, but however, you were selected, nominated and selected by a, a committee of seven uh, awesome. unanimously. So I just said I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to leave that out. Uh, when you said thank me, I, I I would love for you to thank the committee uh, because they're very excited about and had no problem at all in a unanimous way, uh, you know, uh, selecting you as our 2023 uh, outstanding oh, advocate. I just want to say that on behalf of my committee. Oh no! Well, thank everyone so, who is, is. Is there anything I haven't asked uh, that you'd like to share with our viewers or our listeners? Well, you know, I, I always want to think about the word empowerment and advocacy and all those things. But I think one of the things that we have to remember is purpose and passion. You know, so wherever wherever you are, whether you're a small business owner or your corporate career, your student, wherever you are listening to this, is the question I have is: What is your purpose? What are you passionate about and why? And I would want you to become your own best advocate, um, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's it's not just, you know, I it's not age. It's not sex. It's not um, heritage. Um, you know, wherever you are, people have the ability to change. And so we started with the conversation about being change agents. Um, so I, I personally just want to thank everyone who's listening and who's here. And I hope that you heard something today that will inspire you to do something. Read a new book, you know, find a new mentor, um, ask more questions, um, become more curious um, that you've it has inspired you to do something so you can level up to that next level, whatever it is. But I, I just want to thank Val for the work that he does, not only um, through this podcast, but through his council and his association and all the people who are members. And I, I believe that all of you are change agents wherever in all the areas that you're in. And I, and I just want to celebrate everything that you do. And, and then most importantly, that you acknowledge the good that's being done in the community by not only myself, but by the other honorees and that you find a form, you found a forum to celebrate what we do and also honor what we do um, through the special award. So thank you um, for letting me be part of this today. You bet. Uh, thank you, uh, Yvette uh, Mayo, founder and CEO of the Power on Heels Fund. You have been a, a wonderful guest and uh, we've got to bring you back. You know, uh, we got to bring you back. I want to also say, Yvette, uh, congratulations I, on your anniversary. I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, you see, you're stalking me on Facebook. You need to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could not leave that. That was so wonderful. And, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the caption that you created was it was heartfelt. 
And uh, I'm so happy for you guys. That's that's what I want to say. And you know, I have to tell you, it's it's, I appreciate it. And I think that everyone out there, you know, I I didn't come from a a family that, you know, had entrepreneurship and told me I was going to be president, that I could write a book, that I can do all these things. I was going to have a nonprofit. I didn't come from a family that that's the things that were encouraged in me. But it only takes one person to believe in you, you know, besides yourself right to encourage you and you know luckily for me it was someone who saw something in me that i didn't see in myself and that was my husband and he um he's been um a great encourager a great advocate a great supporter of what i do so i'm so thankful not only that he is my husband but the fact that he is such a supporter of what i do and i know that that doesn't happen everywhere um, in every situation, but I, I feel like that's the biggest blessing. It's not just that he's my husband. He's also, he's my partner. He's my supporter. He's my advocate and he's my worker. Like, honey, can you get that banner up? <laughs> you know, so he's, he's fully involved and that's a blessing. So um, happy 24th, honey, wherever you are. Thank you, Yvette Mayo, founder and CEO of Power On Heels. Fun Inc. And to our viewers and listeners, uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, please subscribe to this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for your time.